Hi, welcome to a special episode of uh, Nick and Max Snack Attack, and uh, Nick is once again absent. Uh, but today we have uh, we have John. Hi. And we have Hudson. Hello. So we are in the car on the way to Home Depot to remodel our office. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we just thought we'd do a little impromptu recording. Right. Right now, our office looks like a bomb took a poop in our office. <laughs> Not just a bomb went off. But not just it looks like poop, but both. It's a mess. It's what I'm saying. It does sound like a mess. Is, is that descriptive enough for you? Yeah, I think so. I think that was a good descriptor. Can I share uh, with your friends on the the internet? Um, is that what you guys <laughs> the call internet? Yeah. Internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I share with them what I read this morning about Japanese speakers? Oh, of course. Okay. So I'm reading this book called Fluent Forever. I think it's called, yeah, Fluent Forever. And it's this opera singer who decided to start learning, like, a bunch of different languages. So he speaks German, and he speaks French, and he speaks Hungarian, and he speaks Russian. He just speaks a lot of different languages. And he's basically, he's not doing much new, but he's pulling together a bunch of, like, old, um, like, tried-and-true methods for learning languages so one is a spaced repetition system which basically spaces out your responses to um uh or sorry your uh, reviewing of information like vocab words so you're not you're not just like learning a word and then throwing it away and never revisiting it and you're also here's my wife hi um, <laughs> and you're also not learning a word um and like keep learning it over and over again so you learn it and then you put it away for the future, and then you revisit it and see if you remember it. Huh. And I'll show you later. It's kind of a cool. It's like a little game. Um, but anyways, so he was talking about in this book uh, how, and I found this fascinating. How uh, at Carnegie Mellon they did some brain research. <laughs> they did some brain research. Which I guess, <laughs> you know, just some general, general brain. We were thinking a lot. <laughs> I guess brain research is every research is brain. Anyways. <laughs> The effects on the brain in spoken languages. And so okay. what they did is they took native English speakers and they took native Japanese speakers and then they took native, well, not, I guess not native English speaking babies because babies don't speak English, but American babies and Japanese babies and they performed a series of tests. And what they did was they had just audio and the audio recording said rock, rock, lock rock lock like they throw the word lock in amongst the word rock yeah and the then the brain scans showed that the english speakers native english speakers every time they heard the word lock there was a spike like they recognized it was a break in the in the um uh, rhythm of the yeah you know um and the japanese speakers nothing like they didn't it didn't register a difference because yeah. of how because locks and rocks are the same thing exactly yeah Obviously. as we know i mean we all know, know that but people I, will keep their doors shut with large boulders yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would work that's how they kept jesus in right <laughs> and when you're really angry at someone you just throw like a combination lock yeah <laughs> yeah they stoned people yeah. they locked people oh, you've been master locked <laughs> so um because Japanese speakers obviously they have a different relationship with L's and R's and and a lot of a lot of the pronunciation in Japanese 
it's like an R is pronounced almost as a hybrid between an R and an L. It's really interesting. Yeah. And how in English, we, we, it, we definitely make clear lines. But here's the fascinating part, is they did the brain scans on babies. And babies, uh, Japanese and American babies, both registered that something was different when they heard the word lock. Huh. Which means that, like, you know, at a certain point, we lose that ability to hear yeah. things outside of our own language that are weird. Isn't that's that cool? Yeah. And then, and then, Max. And then. Believe John. it. And that's not all. <laughs> but that's not all. Yeah, well, thanks for asking. Okay. Yes, there is, in fact, more. So <laughs> here's the fun thing is then they, uh, they had a visual response system. And so they told, uh, the, you know, English speakers and the Japanese speakers, not the babies so much because they're dumb. But... <laughs> Um, Dumb babies. Yeah, actually, what we learned is babies are smart. Um, <laughs> but um, they had two buttons. One that says rock and one that says lock. And every time they heard the word rock, they would hit rock. And every time they heard the word lock, they would hit lock. And um, But now they had a visual response system that if they got it right, it would tell them. And basically after 20 minutes, the Japanese speakers could hear the difference like much like much more effectively huh. and they actually really got really high scores and they just rewired the part of their brain Isn't that interesting yeah it's, that's sweet i know i like languages <laughs> which ones all of them i see <laughs> just all the ones that you know you, you yeah. talk words you know i, I like mostly language. languages where you can talk words <laughs> yeah well yeah i guess i don't need to discriminate against sign language well yeah. the funny thing is is that you could talk all all the evil you wanted on the non-hearing community this is a podcast oh no haven't they isn't there a language that's like a touch-based language oh that like was love language no max that was that that was the creepy uh creepy guy down the down the street oh, he was trying to convince you of that dang okay yeah. all right well I guess he just really wanted to communicate with me. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. Uh, no, but I, I, I thought I heard somewhere that there is this, like, language that is, because uh, it's not, like, Morse code where you, like, tap or anything, but right. it's, like, an actual, like, it's for blind and deaf people. Oh, oh yeah, like what they wow. did to Helen Keller where they, like, sign languaged into her hand. Can yeah. we talk about Helen Keller? Sure. What she was a, a communist. For- well, okay, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> what a... <laughs> All of her accomplishments mean nothing. <laughs> she was a communist. Because she was a part of the Socialist Party. Yeah, I don't have a problem with socialism. We live in a society, after all. Anyways, uh, Helen, how... Like, and what was... It? Who was her teacher? Anne... Perkins? <laughs> Anne Perkins. Anne Perkins. Yeah. Literally. Anne, Anne Perkins and Ron Swanson taught Helen Keller how to... <laughs> but how in the world did they take somebody who could not understand not hear and not see and then that blows my mind that you can teach somebody a language and how to communicate but like how do you do you understand what yeah like saying? how did she understand what things were yeah, like, how know, did like she hey, realize how like, did she know she was doing right like what if yeah. what if everything she learned was wrong but she thought it was right yeah it's like trust me yeah this is a tree <laughs> trust me like well yeah i guess it's story. like i guess like I, like I was saying with, like, the touch language, I feel like in that case, whoever was teaching her would have to bring her around her, let her feel right. as many objects as possible. You know, right. it's like, okay, this is a tree. This is a rock. Like, this is grass. Like, right. she would have to go around and, like, feel that because that's the only input that she has. Yeah. Also, I get really... I'm starting to have a little panic attack thinking about being Helen Keller. <laughs> Can you imagine that happens. How horrible. You're that, be ready, though. That's true, but at least I will have known 
sight and sound. Like she yeah. was born into a world where she didn't she she could just feel people around her but not know who they were or what yeah. they were doing. Is that yeah. horrible? Well, Question about I, that though. I, yeah. I, Oh, sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, I read about, uh, you know, I read that Helen Keller, like, she would, every new person she met, she would memorize their face just by feeling it. Yeah. Like, that's incredible. And she would, like, be able to remember people by by touching them. But how did she know she was, well, I guess there's, like, universal touch that feels like, oh, she's hugged and she knows that that's a good thing. Like, you just know instinctively that that's safe. Yeah. But, But... how how did she not interpret that as somebody trying to restrain her and, and attack her? Yeah, that's true. Where you are you gonna say? Okay, I have two questions okay. now. After that, thanks, John. Okay. Um, first, <laughs> thanks, being, John. Like, you know how <laughs> now we're say, all in a panic attack in the car. <laughs> you guys know how they say that, like, if you lose your sense of sight, that your other senses get heightened just because you're focusing on them more. Like, right, like Daredevil. Like Daredevil, but not. Right. Like I mean, that's if, a documentary, right? Daredevil, but not. Yeah. Documentary? Daredevil, but yeah. not the documentary. Like. If you're blind, apparently, you're just focusing more on your hearing and your sense of smell just to be a little more aware, right? And if you uh, lose your hearing, uh, you're definitely looking for more visual cues in your environment and all that. So if you're blind and deaf, is your sense of smell and sense of touch just out of this world? Well, it's got to be. Probably. Could she, like, smell you before you were, like, coming? Or, like, could she feel an earthquake in Africa, though she wouldn't really know where Africa was? (laughs) Yeah. But just the... How How do you describe the ocean? Like, how do you describe certain Lots things, Lots of water. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know me. how long it would take to put that ocean into a sink now, yeah. thanks to... More than a week, Nick. More yeah. than a week. More than a week. I mean, I, I bet you she had, like, a crazy imagination. But, yeah. But, yeah. But what would you even imagine if you had no, like... She probably would she, make up People things. could be blue, for all she knows. Or well, what is blue? Or green. Right, she doesn't even know what blue like, oh, man. Uh, have you heard of uh, Tommy Edison on YouTube? Uh, no. Was he the one who invented the light bulb? Uh, no, he has no use for I mean, light bulbs. Uh, not the light bulb. <laughs> Good old Tommy. <laughs> Tommy was, Edison. The wrong Tommy Edison is a blind man on YouTube. I suggest that you check his videos out. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, he's been blind since birth. He reviews movies. He does all kinds of things. And he talked one episode about like color, and he says he has no concept of color. Wow. Like absolutely. Like it's not that like. You can like relate it to heat and cold, like right. how they like use them. He says that that's a useless metaphor to him because he has no like he's completely devoid of a sense, and this that part of his brain just totally is inactive. So, wow. Yeah. You know what'd be fascinating is if somebody did not have sight, and then somehow like from birth, and then somehow they got their sight back already. That would be oh, impressive. This has been done. This has been oh, done. But then you'd set them in front of a box of crayons with no labels and say like, "What do you think is blue?" Oh. Wouldn't that be fascinating? Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh. You know they did that with a, with a school bus, though. This guy, this blind school bus. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> this guy was blind, and he was about to get corrective surgery to where he would be able to see. And they had him feel the entire surface of a school bus, except for the front wheels and uh, just, like, the front of it. And the children. And the children. John. I'm sorry. And when he could see, they asked him later to draw the school bus, and he did not draw the tires or the front of the school bus, though he could see it. Whoa. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wait, I just realized I wasn't paying attention where I'm going. Yeah. I, I need you to get just, off. You turn around here. No, I missed the exit. We're in a car driving to Home Depot. Yeah, right yeah we're now. in a car driving to Home I was thinking about so. Helen Keller and the horror of not being able to have any, like, audio or visual feedback. 
guy. Yeah. Man, let me. That would be scary. Not, wait, so the the guy with the oh, sorry. school bus, he didn't. He he couldn't picture in his head now being able to see what the front of a school bus looked like because he never touched it with his hands wow. when he was blind. So he just like, like he could see it, but he just wouldn't remember it. So he like doesn't recognize the that part front of it. It's a, like the L and R's. It's like that. He couldn't cement that part in his brain because it wasn't a part of what he'd experienced. So strange. Wow. The our, brain is fast. Our brains are weird. I know. And it named itself. Yeah. Or, uh, okay, have you heard about those people that get, um, so like, say they get a limb taken uh, off. Phantom or, limbs? But it's, okay, so it's like more than just phantom limb, though. Phantom because pain, Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Solid in 5. <laughs> Great game. Good game. Uh, Great game. So... Like, in your brain, you have, like, certain feelers that... <laughs> I think that's the technical term. <laughs> yeah, certain feelers. Oh, we're going to have to operate on those brain feelers. <laughs> Doctor, his feelers, they're his gone. Feelers. <laughs> they're completely gone. He's got no feeling in his feelers. Yeah. Um, you can just actually just go straight. Oh, yeah, right here. here. Thanks. Um, I meant to do this. Yeah, I just want to yeah. show you guys this part. Of, it's beautiful <laughs> in Santa Cruz County Thanks. today, guys. Um, okay, so... When you get your, when you, like, lose a limb or something, mm-hmm. there's, like, a part of your brain that, like, that, that essentially just shuts off because you don't have you don't that it. limb anymore, and those, those neurons aren't connected to anything anymore because you lost a limb. So there's people that have reported to, like, when, uh, when those parts of your brain, like, shut off, they start to meld with the parts around them. And so, like, say, you know, you lose your arm Mm -hmm. but like it's right next to the part where your the your face is so when people touch your face you can feel it on your arm so you're saying it like relocates some of those uh, inputs yeah because it all just it melds together eventually over time and like people have reported being like yeah like when people touch my face it's like i can feel it them touching my arm that's gone and been gone for years yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about it. I'm really sorry you lost your arm. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's there's this picture in uh on at the um uh the Angels. There's an Angels picture when I was a kid. There's a Misha. Oh. There is an Angels picture when I was a kid who um who had one hand. His other he'd lost his hand or was born without his hand, I can't quite recall. I think maybe born without. And he would he would pitch with his hand and then his glove was under his like in his armpit of his other arm what a strange birth defect yeah <laughs> yeah he was born with this glove it was very weird um but he uh, so he would pitch and he'd throw you know a 90 mile per hour fastball and then as soon as he let go slip his hand into his glove and then be ready to catch it in case they hit it wow isn't that crazy that's nuts uh, well, we're here. Interesting. Well, we wait, made wait, it wait, to... Wait. Oh, uh, can oh. we have a title to this episode? I have an idea for the title of this episode. Okay. You know how the second episode was the lost episode? Mm-hmm. This is the found episode. Oh. Hey. I hate it. I think it's a horrible idea. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not really dumb. that profound. But <laughs> really dumb. Just kidding. Uh, all right. Well, we're here at Home Depot, and this has been... Uh, this has been Max and John and John and Hood Swan and uh, we're signing off for the uh, the sister ep- podcast of Nick and Max Night Attack. Yep. Hug a stranger. Hug a stranger. Bye. Bye.